Originally from the 313. Originally from the 215. Motel. Philly. So, everybody, 313 meets 215 is back with yo, episode... Yo. Episode 4, four. right? 4, yes, that's right. So, um, we are... We just want to say thank you to everyone that has been um, tuning in and listening to our podcast. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at 313 meets 215. But we just want to say that we really appreciate everyone that's taking the time out to hit that play button on our um, podcast and listening and tuning in. Yes, definitely appreciate it. Yes. So today's episode um, is not, you know, mainly about us. But um, just to give you guys a little bit of breakdown of like how we're going to do our podcast. Um, so every other podcast is going to be an encouraging podcast. So we started off with introducing ourselves to you guys. And then we did like the second episode was something encouraging about marriage or family or relationship. And then we went back to our dating time in our relationship. And now we are hitting y'all with some encouragement. So some people have... Um, given us some topics as to what they would like to hear. Um, and so today we have um, this question that was posed to another individual and he shared that with us. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So the question is, who is responsible for the happily ever after fantasy that plays in our head? Hmm. So you want to start, Mark? Um, I mean... My idea on that, who's responsible for the happily ever after that plays in our head? Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to it because um, everybody's have a different perspective on things and how they uh, go into certain um, um, transitions in their life. But uh, I think one uh, part that plays a big factor in it is, you know, uh, the movies entertainment mm -hmm. um you know everybody puts on this facade in movies and of course they have to because you know that's what uh draws attention and sells but you know we know that everything in movies of course is not real but you know you watching a movie where you know boy meets girl and they fall in love and they have no problem they got this big old nice house with mm -hmm. you know perfect kids and all of that stuff i mean we got other movies where you know it's it's you know, in reverse too, mm -hmm. but, uh, you just gotta, I just learned how to find out like, all right, what do I want my marriage to look like? And whatever I want my marriage to look like, of course, it's not going to look like that all the time, but you know, you just got to have a goal. I always look at marriage as work. Yeah. You know, it it is fun. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, your job, you go to work and it can be fun too, but you know, you don't always feel like going to work. <laughs> <laughs> But if you go to work, then you know, hey, Friday going to come and you get that check. So, yeah, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? I agree. I mean, um, I look at just from an early age, I feel as though it was put in our heads at an early age, especially for females. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you watch like Princess and the Frog. Or, or you playing with your Barbie dolls. <laughs> yeah, you playing with your Barbie dolls and it's like, oh, he's coming to save me in his convertible or whatever. And so it's like, we get this, this mindset at an early age that, um, our happily ever after comes from, you know, a guy coming in and sweeping us off of our feet. 
and just making us so happy and all of this stuff. Now, I don't know where guys, um, you know, if it if it starts at an early age for you guys, because normally the guy is the one that's being the provider and the protector. And it's like he's making, you know, the woman happy. Um, and so for females, I feel like we've had that perception you know, from an early age, like, oh, my Mr. Mr. Right or the the one for me is going to come into my life and sweep me off my feet and everything is just going to be happy go lucky all the time. And I feel like when we get into situations or relationships and those things don't happen, we feel like, oh, he wasn't the right one or she wasn't the right one. Yeah, and, and, that's, it, what, and that's why I was saying, like, it, it takes work because... Uh, you're going to have your bumps in the road, so to speak. But, you know, if you having this perception that everything is supposed to be sweet, then when those bumps in the road do happen, you know, if you're not mature enough and you can't work it out and talk it out and things, mm-hmm. then, you know, you'd be out the door or, yeah. you know what I mean, looking for somebody else to fulfill uh, that need. But then, you know, they'll fulfill it for the first month or two and then mm-hmm. they're going to start tripping. Right, <laughs> right. And so I feel like... Um, that perception needs to be done away with. I mean, yeah, like Mark said, you know, there's movies and everybody watches the movies and it's like, oh, especially for females. I know I can get, you know, emotionally involved in movies sometimes and I become friends with the characters like, oh my gosh, they oh, did that no. to her or he did that. And it's like, it's like you said, it's it's fiction. It's not real. Now, there are some movies or um, books that you read that are based on true stories. But for the most part, nobody has a perfect life. And so you have to come into a relationship, you know, in a dating relationship with, yes, expectations that you have. But they can't be um, too high of an expectation for a person. Like, I can't look at my boyfriend or my fiance or my husband and be like, oh, he's going to be my sole provider. He's going to make me happy in every area of my life. And this is what I expect from him. And then the first time he makes me sad or disappoints me, now I'm like, oh my gosh, my happily ever after is just over. Mm -hmm. It's just shot. And so we can't come into relationships thinking that um, the high expectations that we have are going to be met each and every day because they're not going to be met. Right. I also um, think that this kind of leads us to the um, the question of like, do you think that there's um, a soulmate for you or that one person that's just for you? And it's like, you have to think about it. What makes me happy doesn't always make Mark happy. So for instance, for now, like I am, you know, into um, plants and stuff like that's my hobby and it makes me happy to do those things. And so for Mark, he could care less about plants. Like he's like, oh my gosh, how many plants are you going to bring in this house? (laughs) And I'm like, but this makes me happy. And so I have to look at, I can't look at Mark like, oh my gosh, he's not the one anymore. Or he's not going to bring me my happily ever after. I ain't the one over a plant. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not making me happy with my hobby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, what? We have to also evaluate what makes us happy, like that happily ever after, quote unquote, like what's happiness for you may not be happiness for someone else. Yeah. If it's, you if you if you going into a marriage. To fulfill happiness, then you're going into it the wrong way. Yeah, because you should already be happy going into the marriage and they should just, you know, add to it every now and then, mm-hmm. you know, like one thing I mean. 
um, I know people have heard this before and, and they may have said it before too, but you know, when people say like, you know, you complete me, my spouse completes me, like that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way personally, <laughs> yeah. because I'm like, so when I met you, you wasn't complete. Like you was, you was half. <laughs> right, right. Like I thought I married all of you. Not, you know what I mean? You should have have already been complete. Exactly. And I mean, I kind of get that a little bit, but at the end of the day, like if, okay, maybe when I came into our marriage, you know, I was a little broken in some situations and, um, you know, things may not have been a hundred percent, but I can say that my overall outlook on life was whole right. and complete because I had a relationship with God. That's what I mean. Yeah. And so I can be whole and complete, you know, in God and then come into my marriage and still have some little brokenness or some, still some mess. Cause we all aren't complete you know, um, individually, individually in ourself. Yeah. E- exactly. But when we come together, we should be bringing a hundred percent of ourselves together. And then that makes me think about when people be like, Oh, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's supposed to be 50, 50. Like, no, when we started this relationship, no, Teddy P. <laughs> right. When we started this relationship, we should have came in a hundred, a hundred. And then we make sure we give a hundred, a hundred into our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to you have to be mindful of what you watch, what you hear, what you see in other people's relationships, yeah. because just because you see them being, you know, quote unquote, happily ever after because they're going on vacations or, you know, they have all this free time to just, you know, love on each other and all these different things. They're always going on dates and and everything. You don't see what's happening on the inside of their home. And so outwardly, especially nowadays, people in social media can always put out the good, good, good. But Service no, stuff. Exactly. But nobody is going to dig deep and, and put out there, oh, me and my husband just had an argument and, you know, we we uh not seeing eye to eye. Like, who wants to put something like that out there? Now, some people do mm-hmm. because some people just like the attention or whatever. Or is their way to vent. Or is their way to vent. But at the end of the day... In our home, you don't know what's going on, but outwardly, you may see something else. And so, you know, you have to determine what is happiness for you. And in your marriage, like, that's something that you need to talk about. Like, happiness for us, and I think it's for everybody, is to be financially stable. Um, You know, of course, to have a home, um, to be able to have children that live for God and just, you know, are doing the right things all the time. But to be honest, that stuff doesn't always come naturally it just doesn't happen gotta work at it yeah you gotta work at it it doesn't just happen at the drop of a hat like oh we got married and now all of this stuff is just going to be perfect that's Mm -hmm. that's the fantasy that i think people you know have in their heads and when they get into that relationship they don't want to put the work in and then they don't see that outcome yeah that's why it's good like you know to get um premarital counseling before you get married too yeah you know or even after you get married um go back and do some uh, counseling, and I know a lot of guys. We look at and hear that word counseling like it's a bad word. Like, now we just here just to get a third person's perspective on things, especially when, when you you know within your first couple of years of marriage. Yeah. Because you know, again, y'all coming into this thing brand new, and um, anything anybody that come in like if you come into your job brand new, and you got somebody that's gonna look out after you, like show you the rope, so to speak. So. If you can get with a person or another couple to kind of uh, share with you some things on how, how uh, life has been for them, 
and you could take the good and the bad from uh, those uh, conversations and, you know, implement them in your marriage to uh, make sure you don't make the same pitfalls or, you know, uh, you do the right things to continue to make the relationship flourish. Right, right. And I mean, once you have a relationship with God, because I keep going back to the spiritual side of it, um, once you have a relationship with God and he brings you joy, no one can take that. It, it, there's a difference between joy and happiness. Sure. And joy is something permanent that comes from God. Happiness can be, you can be happy one day and then sad tomorrow, but that doesn't mean that your relationship is just going to hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the joy of God that he brings you is your strength. And that causes you to be able to operate in, in a marriage or in a relationship on a whole nother level than just being happy one day and then happy three days later. And yeah. so it brings me to the, it makes me think about the scripture, um, John ten ten, And it talks about how the thief comes to still kill and destroy and how God came to bring you life and bring it more abundantly. And I feel like that abundant life really to me is that happily ever after, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because if you got a relationship with God and you doing things that are pleasing to him. And then in turn, because you're doing that, you're doing things that are pleasing to your spouse or um, bringing, you know, happiness, so to speak, to your boyfriend or girlfriend or your fiance, then I feel like that relationship is going to grow and continue to grow. And I feel like the enemy comes to bring all of the, the opposite of that. So when you do have problems and different things like that, sometimes it does come from us making dumb mistakes or saying something stupid or whatever. But then we also have an enemy that comes in that's trying to break up that relationship yeah. and trying to break up that marriage. And so as long as we stay focused on God and keep him at the center of our relationship, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have obstacles that we face. And it's not going to mean that sometimes I might, I might make Mark mad and he might make me mad or upset or whatever the case may be. But overall, our relationship is going to have that abundance in it because we have a relationship with God. Yeah, you said um, happiness and joy. Like, you know what? Happiness is all about what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. Everything is going on around me. All these out uh, external things, all of these things are going right. I'm happy. But, but, but uh, with joy, things can be going on around you that's not too good, but you still have joy. Yeah, so joy inside. is on the inside. Happiness is all about external things. So, you know, um, you know, some things can be happening in your marriage or while you're dating or whatever. And you may not be happy about it, but you should still have joy. Yeah. In other words, I'm going to still continue to live my life pleasing to God. I'm going to still, uh, you know, not start to go out here and do dumb stuff and mess up just because I'm not happy. Right. You know, when we're not happy, we make dumb decisions. And in marriage, that's when, you know, somebody starts uh messing with the opposite sets and flirting and all of that just because i'm not happy mm -hmm. i'm not getting that from home i'm not happy but if you go out of your house still with that joy you might not have that happiness but if you got that joy then eventually then the happiness would just you know uh turn over to the other side yeah and i mean like you said it takes work so even though you may not be happy in a moment you have to get yourself to that place again. Yeah, what did you know David what I'm say? He encouraged himself. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, in a marriage, like, there's been times where, you know, Mark and I haven't went on a date for a while because we've been um, working so much or, you know, taking the kids to baseball practice or basketball practice or dance or track, whatever it was. And so in that time, we, we may not have been happy with 
the circumstances that we were with at that moment, but we still had joy on the inside of us. And so even though we're running around and we're doing all these things, we see that, you know, the, um, the, I guess I could say the happiness between us or whatever, because we've been so focused on everything else hasn't been our main factor. Mm -hmm. And so we have to work at bringing that back together. And so after the baseball practices and the basketball and track and all these different things, we say, all right, we need to have some time for ourselves. That's work too, Mm -hmm. because most people don't want to be like, all right, let me come up with a date night or let me think about this and let me think about that. You have to think about those things that are going to impact your relationship and something that small, like going on a date or just spending time talking to each other are important. And so those things, you know, can bring back that spark or bring back that happiness that you're looking for and you have to work at it. And so you can't just you know, keep going and going and going. That's where I think people mess up because you like, we work and work and working. I got to go here. I got to go here. I got to go there. And you putting all this work on the outside, but then on the inside, your home is like, okay, you have been putting no work in here. Hmm. And so we need to bounce back and get back on track. We always notice when we, when we get off track a little bit. Mm-hmm, we ain't happy. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, but that doesn't mean that our happy, our happy is like, the the happily ever after like we don't look at it as the whole picture we just look at it at like this moment you know we're not happy in this moment and so we have to fix that and so I remember um the first time you know in our marriage that we were like working ministry this that the kids all this stuff and when we um finally got a chance to go away you remember where we went we went to Florida I think it was when we went to Florida. Yeah, me on that one. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Florida and we hadn't been on vacation for a while. And we went on vacation and it was just like, yo, we needed this. Like, it was just like eye opening, like, oh my gosh. And so ever since then, we've been taking a vacation, just him and I, every year. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> every year. Because we like, all right, we know that we're going to spend time with the family. We know we got Christmases and, and all this stuff. We all know family vacations and just that one-on-one time with you and your spouse is totally different yes totally (laughs) different oh my gosh and so we we had noticed that and we were like oh my gosh like and this was early on in our marriage and we were like all right from this point on we're going to always you know make it a point to just go on vacation with each other and just unplug you know from everything else Yeah, because at the end of the day once once the kids and stuff is gone it's going to come back to you and your spouse again Mm mm-hmm and so, we almost empty nesters, so we ain't trying to be there. Yeah, we, we ain't going back. <laughs> exactly. We're going we gonna to know what each other, what makes each other happy, what we like to do, all of that. So that way we can keep moving forward when it's time for us to just be us in the house. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to be looking at each other like, who are you? Uh, and, and, oh, you like that? And that's what makes you happy? <laughs> I like all that. All that. <laughs> okay, what you talk about? Okay, <laughs> but yeah, so we just wanted to come and kind of encourage you guys um, about that. That that question was posed and we wanted to speak on it. Um, and again, we're not saying that you can't watch movies that, you know, show that quote unquote happily ever after. And, you know, showing that everybody is so romantic and just enjoying life and got all the money in the world and all that stuff. We're not saying don't watch those things, but don't allow that to infiltrate your mind and infiltrate your relationships. Yeah, and at the same time, too, you know, we're not saying don't have a high expectation. Right, right. Going into a marriage. Yeah, you should want happily ever after. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand that it's not the norm every single 
uh, day. Right. And I mean, for instance, I know that we're going to have a happily ever after, but it's not based on the stuff that I see in movies or the stuff that I hear about or even just seeing other people's relationships. Our happily ever after may look different than somebody else's happily right. ever after. Right. You know, like, for instance, we want to um, move and we're going to get a different house. And that's that house is probably going to be the house that we have for the for the rest of our lives. Now, somebody else might look at that house, depending on what kind of house we get and be like, oh, that's all they're going to settle for. Yeah, that's a like, sad ever after. <laughs> not saying that our, our next house isn't going to be nice because it will be. Well, compared but to compared people. to other people, they may have different expectations of right. what a house may um, it's supposed to look like for them in the mm-hmm. end. And so our happily ever after is going to look totally different. But the fantasy, that's like the make-believe in my mind, the fantasy of a happily ever after, you can't bank on that. You can't look at that stuff and be like, this is how ours is going to be because it may not turn out that way. Right. And then you'll be disappointed. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we just wanted to come and encourage you guys and kind of share with you guys our thoughts on that. Um, again, like Mark said in the beginning, it's not a right or wrong answer. So some of you may see something different um, than what we said or uh, what you heard in this podcast. But we are just coming to share, you know, our thoughts on it and um, just based on our relationship and what we've experienced so far and what we plan to experience in the future. You know, we just wanted to come and share with you guys. So we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you um, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on so that way you can stay up to date with us. And we will talk to you soon. All right, now.